Welcome into Baltimore Sports Today for Tuesday, June 6, 2017. This is episode 402, and I'm Zach Will from BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Joined as always by my good pal, Jabby Burns. How are you today, Jab? Zach, I think they should start calling you Zach Ripkin with the two straight shows that we're putting together for the, for the fans out there. Well, I'd be more like Billy. I'd be flipping off the camera on my baseball card and that kind of thing. So I'm more the Bill Ripkin on this show because you're the more the consummate professional. I made it, it's nice. I'd like to be Bill because he's really good on air Bill's after awesome. and uh, he's awesome. And, yeah. um, you know, so I'll, I'll be the Bill. You be the Cal and we'll just call ourselves the streak. This That's what how, we're going to change the show name. Start two. Yeah. It has to start with two. Yeah, kind of like our Nashville Predators. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Picking up a W last night. Change your opinion mm. at all of the series? It's 2-1? No. no, it's going to be soul-crushing in Game 7 because now I'm into this series. <laughs> um, first of all, I want to give props to the Nash Vegas fans, my, my people, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a big Tennessee Titan, been for years. Uh, and that's, those are my people down there in Nash Vegas. I love to see everybody out there. Barkley was there with cocktails in his hand. You had Carrie Underwood. How many teams has Carrie Underwood's um, husband, Fisher, been on? I mean, <laughs> do they just move all around wherever they go? Uh, I like their goalie. I can't pronounce his name if you, if you told me to do it 100 times. Most of the one nines knows I can't pronounce anything. Um, but I don't know. I like the way they play. They're gritty. And I hate Pittsburgh. Yeah, me too. It's very, yep. very difficult. The weird thing is, though, we're going to talk about the, the Orioles today as we're getting into this monster two-game series with this rival to our, I guess it would be to our West uh, in, in the Pirates. I don't hate the Pirates for some reason. And we've talked about it many times on this show. The Pirates and the Orioles are kind of similar in a lot of ways, don't you think? Yeah, I don't hate the Pirates either. They're the one Pittsburgh team that that I that I don't mind. And and yeah, I do think they're they're very similar. Both had those long long droughts that were snapped around the same time, right? And and mm-hmm. both are teams that uh, would love to see um, that, well, have enjoyed seeing good baseball return. Would love to see a World Series return to their town. Uh, small-ish market approach approaches, I guess, for uh, for the rebuild. So good yeah, fan bases. I, I, good fan bases. I yeah. I can relate to uh to you know to both of these teams, and I don't know. They don't they they're not in the same division, not even in the same league. So I don't I don't feel the rivalry that I feel. Um, you know, as far as hockey's concerned, uh, definitely as far as football is concerned. So I don't, I don't mind the pirates. I mean, for the next two days I will, but yeah. I, I, I root for them, uh, at, outside of the next couple of days and, and hope to see them do well. But, uh, yeah, that, I guess that's a little strange for some people. Some people just hate, hate the city overall. It, for me, the, the Pittsburgh thing has nothing to do with, they could play anywhere. It's, it's the rivalry factor for me yeah. that, that has to do with how I feel about the, their teams. Do you hate the Steelers or the Pens more? The Penguins. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's only because, uh, I mean, my football fandom has maybe dissipated and my NHL fandom has completely shut up the meter. I tweeted last night, if you want to follow me, at Jabby Burns, I tweeted last night, uh, NHL Stanley Cup. Finals greater than NBA finals. And it isn't even, I'll be honest with you, it, it, is, it, it isn't even close. So, I understand the star power in the NBA, but I'm sorry, those games have been dreadful. So help me out with this, and, and at, at the risk of sounding really you know, stupid about the NBA, mm-hmm. but um, I caught, believe it or not, a little bit no, of... How uh, bored were you Sunday? The, what was that? game? That was game two on Sunday? Yep. yep. Um, and to me, so Golden State has not lost at all in the playoffs? Nope. Okay. I, so, I think they're on the in the reg, going back to the regular season. I think they're like twenty nine and one in their last like thirty. So defend that because that's not fun 
for for me as a fan. So uh, people people that are NBA fans that want me to be interested, explain to me how having a team who could very well uh, go undefeated in the playoffs should entice me to watch this product. Uh, the star power. If you're into seeing, see, I don't. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not upset that uh, KD went to Golden State. I really does. I don't care. It doesn't bother me one way or another. I enjoy greatness. I do. I enjoy watching greatness. <clears throat> what I don't enjoy are the games and, and the way the games are played. And I don't want to go old man with a cane type bit, but I miss the Bulls having to actually grind out their their, their championship against the Suns in, in six or seven games, and both teams are going back and forth. And you had people actually going, I don't know, picking roll and getting layups as opposed to the way Golden State is doing it. And there's nothing against it, Zach. I'm sorry. If this is what the new NBA is, it's everybody has these – these deals where now you come down on a, on a four on one Zach and you're looking to see who's going to shoot the three as opposed to coming to take the, the easy layup. And to me, it's come down to this and I'm not very good at this because I went to Towson, but it's come down to math. If you can hit 23s in a game, Zach, it's probably better than even hitting 32s, right? I don't know if that's true or not. The math doesn't add up there, but I'm just saying that it seems like guy teams have gone out and said, well, we're going to shoot threes. We're going to then be able to get back on defense. We're going to continue to shoot threes. I just don't like the, the way the basketball is being played now. And um, so I know I, I, I agree with you. There's nothing about the NBA right now. And I'm an NBA Mark. You know that I like the NBA. I know the Lakers are my squad and they've been awful in the last couple of years, but I usually would be locked in to a finals. This has not, I mean, it has not moved the needle for me whatsoever. Not because I thought golden state's going to blow them out. It's just the games aren't that, they're just not that fun to be honest with you, Zach. They look like all-star games. Well, they do, and they feel like that. And and I would have had a hard time, you know, in the I guess what late '90s, early 2000s, defending baseball when it was, you know, the same couple teams that were winning over and over again too. Um, when it was clear that uh, unless you were a big market, unless you were um, the near the top in payroll you weren't winning uh, in baseball. It, it is not that way anymore, which is why I, I enjoy it you know, more than any other sport. Um, but I would have had a hard time convincing somebody to watch the product when I'd say, uh, oh, by the way, uh, enjoy your summer. The Yankees are going to win the World Series. And, and, right. and this seems to me from somebody who has watched a grand total of about, well, I did go to a game this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, so from somebody who's, guy you are. somebody who's watched a grand total of about uh, 80 minutes of basketball NBA this year, um, I, this is exactly what everybody predicted and it's going to yeah. end exactly how everybody predicted it. So that's not fun for me. That's no. I don't enjoy that. I enjoy March madness because it's crazy. Uh, I enjoy baseball because even though the Orioles are just a few games above 500, they're still very much in this thing. The Cubs won the world series last year for God's sakes. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a sport is not never going to draw me in uh, with, powerhouses with no with you know these teams that you know are going to uh be there at at the end of a, a long long season yeah and you could say this in the nba uh the four major sports it's a lock that you would have the best chance if you were in the old vegas and you said these two teams are going to be in the in the finals i guarantee and you want to throw college basketball in there too you can you could even say carolina but carolina wouldn't have been a monster favorite to to win it all this past year in the um in the ncaa 
But look at it. If you said baseball, oh, who's going to be in the World Series? I guess you would probably say Cubs and maybe Red Sox, I guess. I mean, those would be the prefer- the favorites on that side. I would have said Astros maybe, but whatever. I think I had Cleveland in our prediction show. I had Cleveland in L.A., and it might play out that way. But it's not like you would say – I would say Cleveland and Golden State 100 times out of 100. That would be the easiest bet, in my opinion, out of the fourth majors because last time I checked, I wouldn't have had Nashville in the finals of the NHL. I probably wouldn't have had um, – even in the Super Bowl. Did you have the Falcons in the Super Bowl? Act when you when we were doing our prediction show back before the NFL started after they had what I don't know three wins the year before yeah. nope so you know as much as we beat up on the NFL and, and, and the quote unquote parody that they have and I agree that the Patriots even though kinda, the Patriots yeah the Patriots play. are there all the time but <laughs> then again you know that's it, it's not like you knew at the beginning of the year you could just say well I mean the it's pretty obvious in your opinion if you have to make a bet that you would say the Patriots but I would say it would probably be the NFL right behind. Um, basketball but it's not even close basketball is right now and it has been like that i don't know why people are so shocked by it the lakers and, and listen i'm a laker fan they've been in a billion championships all the time so this the teams the super team isn't the first time this has happened that's why the kd thing doesn't bother me because hell, hello didn't i hear lebron years ago go down to miami and not get one not two not three not four all these championships he's going to win there with his super team and before him kg and and ray allen getting together so it's not like this the first time it just happens to be four all-stars that they have on the floor in Golden State. I don't care. I hope they rattle off a bunch because I won't be watching. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Um, uh, anyway, I don't know anything about the NBA, so I've wasted enough time talking about it. But uh, follow-up from yesterday's show because yep. uh, we did – We this is two in a row. Yep. Uh, our pal Chris Robinson is uh, is back and, and got at us on uh, Twitter with some responses to some things that we mentioned, so I want to read that. It means he people said, are listening, Zach. I like I that. I love it. I love it. So you could tweet at Jabby Burns or at, uh, at Zach underscore Wilt at BAL Sports Report and, and let us know uh, if you agree or disagree. And he said he was at Friday – and Saturday's games, and uh, he agrees with uh, both of us. I think mostly you, though, Jab, because he said the Orioles were well represented, um, and only saw one of those disgusting Red Sox Maryland flag mm. shirts. So, uh, so that's good to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad to hear that, and and good yeah. for you, man, for being out there. Like I said, I, I definitely got discouraged over the years with those crowds, and and decided to opt out more than opt in um so good for you for for getting out there both in both of those games and uh, representing the good guys at home by the way at home yep so that's how how we get down that's how we get down i it's good to hear from our guys too. slide into our dms if you want if it's a little longer than the uh characters that you have there on the twitters and let us know what you feel too but um yeah, I, I've kind of felt that, and again, I, like I said, I only saw it on the on the television and listening to it a little bit on the radio, just because you can hear the the crowds. And yes, I'm not pretending there weren't Red Sox fans, or quote unquote, you know, here's my air quotes, so you can't see, quote unquote, Red Sox fans in the building. There were, and that they're going to be there. And to be honest with you, tonight there'll probably be Pirates fans in the building tonight too, because why not make that quick trip down 70 and come down here to to another nice ballpark? Because I'm not going to beat up on PNC because that's a beautiful ballpark as well. Yeah. Um, got a couple of beautiful uh, nights ahead of us here, so I think it'll be a nice series. And we are looking at the pre- series preview on MLB, Zach, and it looks like the Orioles have had some success against one Ian Nova. Yes, yes, sir. So uh, Ivan Nova coming off a, a quality start. He's, he, he's pitched well this year, nine uh, quality starts and 11 starts this season. Has pitched at least six innings in every start this year. Man, how nice would that be, Jeb? Well, it's been a good trade for them too, right? Don't you think he? No, I'm saying, but don't you think that uh, Nova's been a good move oh, for yeah, the Pirates? For sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, especially this year. So mm-hmm. um, he's got uh, tons of experience at Camden Yards, but the Orioles have hit him well: five point four four ERA in eight outings, 
And yeah, take us through uh, some of these guys that have have some uh, at bats against them, Jeb. Well, your boy, the deputy, one Chris Davis, who is a lightning rod here in town, Zach, as you know, um, he's hitting uh, 250 and 28 bats, but he's got three dinglingers and 10 bon- or ten RBIs off of one. Uh, as you say, you're calling him Ivan Nova? Ivan Nova. Ivan Nova. There we go. Ivan, I've heard that's of. Yeah, it's kind of like Ivan. I used to call him Ivan Lendl, so I'll go with Ivan there. How about that? Ivan right. Nova. Um, also, uh, if you get looking at some at-bats here, I'll say this. Uh, on the opposite side of things, our boy Adam Jones, who we call the heartbeat of the Orioles, has hit 167 in 36 at-bats with a home run and three RBIs against Nova. J.J. Hardy, 310, 29 at-bats, bomb, three RBIs. But the one that I'm looking at here, and if you're a big DraftKings guy, and I don't know if you know, but I'm a big DraftKings guy, Zach. I don't know if you get a couple <laughs> of those invites today. Uh, he's hitting four, our boy Mark Trumbull, 467 and 15 at-bats with three bombs and five RBIs. And I'll tell you this, Mark uh, <clears throat> Mark Trumbo has been, I feel like, is, is been heating up a little bit. I mean, him and Chris have been kind of heating up at the same time, which I kind of wish that one would heat up and the other would be not because when they go cold, boy, do they go cold. But um, I think they have some good numbers against him. Manny's hit. uh, He's only hitting 225 at bats. So the, the Orioles have definitely seen him. Um, even John Scope, my boy, 410 at-bats with a home run and two RBIs. I think the ball carry a little bit tonight, Zach. It's it's one of those nights at Camden Yards where I feel like there could be some runs scored. And I hopefully it's from the good guys because on the other side is one Kevin Gossman pitching against a Pittsburgh lineup that – on paper, outside of maybe McCutcheon and some of the other, maybe I guess some nerds would know, like Polanco and stuff like that. You, there's not many guys in this lineup that you know about, but the Pirates have been able to hit the ball of late here, and Josh Bell is somebody that I would watch out for. But they don't have a lot of um, a lot of at bats against one's Kevin Gossman, but his ERA is stinky. Yeah, it is. Uh, his he's three and four with a five point nine two. However, uh, you know three ERA in his last three starts, two quality starts in his last three. So you'd like to see him build on that. Picked up a win on Wednesday. Uh, three runs, only two earned, eight hits, five walks, four Ks over five and a third would against the Yankees. Against the Yankees, yeah. Yep. Would, would love to see him. Uh, pitch a little deeper into games, man. Just oh. just hearing hearing that a team has a starter who's pitched at least six <laughs> innings every time out this year, wow! Isn't that amazing? Um, so I'd love to see Gossman, you know, kind of build on his last three starts, pitch a little deeper into a game, and uh, and provide a little more rest for that bullpen that we talked so much about yesterday. Yeah, and the off day helps a little bit, Zach, too. Um, I don't think any of the big boys in the pen pitched on Sunday either because that game kind of got out of hand once Mike Wright entered the building. Uh, so you, you probably have a fresh Brad Brock. You should have a pretty fresh O'Day and working working your way back. And you're right. How great would it be? Because right now, last time I, I think I was looking at the sched, I don't think they have an off day till the end of June. I think they're going on a stretch where they're not going to play, I think that was like close to like, 15 to 18 straight games nice. without an off day or something. I, wow. It's something crazy. I think it's the end of June when their next off day is. I think it's like the 26th, if I'm mistaken. Well, they were supposed oh. to have one this week, but the Nationals oh. uh, decided to down a game for... for oh, conspiracy guys. conspiracy theory is still rounding rampant at my house. I can promise you that with that whole June debacle. That's why I'd like to go down there. 26th is yep. their next off day. Wow. Yep. That's so crazy. let's get some, you know, and, and again, you know, like I said, the Pirates aren't the Red Sox when it comes to offense, but they do got some guys that can put it in, in, in play and they can definitely, you know, play some National League ball. They're going to get a um, – or play some American League ball. They're going to get the DH, of course. You're going to get an extra hitter in the lineup. So you'll have that, you know, going against them. But I, I would love to see, like you said, I'd love to see Kevin 
just kind of build on the last couple starts. I feel like his velocity is always there, Zach, but can that ball move a little bit? Can he change speeds? Can he watch Dylan Bundy pitch? That's what I would like to know. <laughs> can he do that? Because that's what I want to see out of Kevin Gossman. So I agree with you. you got a fresh bullpen. I'd like to see the Orioles get a nice, tidy 3-1 victory, Zach. But based on what, what I've seen in some of these lineups here, i got a feeling it might be more softball style. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, Which is good for uh, DraftKings lineups, as I said. It's pretty good if you want to jump on one of those. Jab's pitching it. Get in. Oh, so pitching it. Uh, I'm, at, game... I'm at Jabby Burns on DraftKings, too, if you want to pitch at me. <laughs> game two, the short two-game series against the Pirates, is uh, the hippest guy in town, Chad mm. Cool, Jabby Burns. He's and cool. I did look up the pronunciation, and it is cool. And cool. his Twitter handle, by the way, is CoolWhip uh, underscore 11, if you want to follow I like bits. I like bits. So there you go. Uh, Chad Cool, he's one of five of the 6.02 ERA. He's going to face uh, off against Wade Miley, who's two and three with a 2.82 ERA. Mm, I like me some Wade Miley. I haven't said that for years, Zach. You know that. I've been all over loving that trade, mm-hmm. love everything about him. I will say this about th- that trade. Everybody's lost their mind when because Miranda's still in the um, rotation for the Mariners. I'm pretty sure if Zach lived in Seattle, he'd be in their rotation right, right now. now. Too. Yeah. All right. So just just pump our brakes a little bit. He's had a nice little start to his career. I get it. It's fine. But I guarantee you'd rather have Wade Miley in your rotation than uh, Moreta. Now, Moreta would be in our rotation right now, probably, if he was here. But I'm just saying Wade has been a lot better um, towards the end of September. They found that little arm angle, whatever it is that they found with him. I think it was was it Scott McGregor. I think one of the guys down there in the uh, minors found something out with his arm angle. I think he's been really, really good. I feel like, though, the one thing with him is they talk about him being really good with his control. I think his control's been a little bit off. There's been some games, Zach, where he's had five-plus walks in games. That's something we can't have because it gets that pitch count up, then you're you know getting into that bullpen. But we got to be able to hit Chad Cool. You know what I mean? Like That's a guy that you got to kind of – I mean, he, listen, he could fit into the Orioles rotation fine with a 6.02 ERA. He'd fit real nice in the three spot. But I will look at the Pirates here because the Orioles have not had not faced Chad Cool. So we got Pirates guys uh, facing the um, Wade Miley. You got uh, David Freeze. He's hitting 333 and 12 at bats with a home run. Um, and Jordy Mercer has uh, hit 444 with uh, in nine at-bats against Miley. So not a lot of sample size with, with these teams, but right. I, I would love to see the Orioles get keep the home cooking alive here, get a couple wins here, head down the beltway, pick up the rest, pick up the Masson Cup on Thursday, and then they got a monster series, which we'll talk about obviously on Friday going into New York because I'm hoping that the Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees play the old nine hours baseball games that will be on ESPN all week long. Uh, games and they just pummel their bullpens against one another because that's what I'd like to see a very weary Yankee team going into the weekend but before that Zach we got to take care of business against Chad Cool and Ivan Nova I think that's what the Orioles need to do get the bats out you know going to be beautiful hopefully the park gets full and they, and they can go out there and get a couple wins and get a, just some momentum going man because they're going to need some momentum this whole win two lose three you know whatever we talked about it I know the beginning of the season it was great right we got a nice seven I think we were over seven or eight games over but right now we're basically playing a little under 500 ball now and you know only being what three games up uh, over 500 but it, you just they just need to start building on that now because I feel like other teams in the division are starting to make a move a little bit and June has always been a very good month to the Orioles and, and we'd like to see that can continue I think yeah absolutely get it rolling and uh, and and think long term right they got to mm-hmm. think long term because they get 
No off days until the end of the month. 20 days from now is their next off day, which as a fan, hey, awesome. I'm glad that Orioles baseball will be on every single day. But as somebody that knows that the bullpen's already overtaxed, (laughs) uh, I'm I'm already beginning to worry about that uh, three weeks before their next off day. So um, guys to watch for for, uh, this week, Trey Mancini had a monster week last week. He hit 368. Uh, Not good for your boy Kim. John, I know Kim's never gonna play. John, He's gonna play in one of these games. I promise. He'll play one of these games. These uh, two. A, a pinch hit when they're up ten to three <laughs> or down ten to three. Uh, defensive replacements. Uh huh. John, Jonathan Scope hit three forty eight last week. Yeah, uh, Chris Davis with two bombs hit three oh four. So uh, get rid of them, guys. Uh, still, still waiting for Manny Machado's uh, average to match his uh, his hard hitting percentage. That's going to happen at some point. Hit two bombs last week, including one that was just a absolute monster jab in the uh, in the uh, upper deck or second deck, I guess. There, mm-hmm. Cameron Yards. Pommeled so it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hopefully this week. Uh, we'll see that batting average start to match, you know, the the behind the scenes type numbers. Well, you talked about it yesterday. You said he hits the heart. He's hit the hardest ball with the least amount of luck, right? Isn't that yep. kind of basically yeah, what you were saying? Yeah. He leads the Orioles in in hard hit percentage uh, and, and balls hit hardest this year, and and his uh, batting average on balls in play starting to creep up there, but it's yep. two sixty seven, which is still below average. So it's it, it's a matter of time with Machado. I still believe that. I oh, know yeah. it's been two months. I still believe uh, that it's going to happen. Yeah, it's one of those where if you had to buy a stock, would you buy the Manny Machado stock right now? Yeah, it's probably a good time to do that. And remember, he just had his bowling event, and I would like for one of the nerds out there to figure out how hot he gets after his bowling event. (laughs) really want to get down dirty. They had their bowling event, I think it was yesterday or Sunday night, they had uh, the Machado bowling event, and um, all the guys are out there. So it's a yearly thing and good for Manny to keep that thing going, and hopefully it goes for years to come, Zach, because that means he'd still be in Baltimore in a couple years. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I've I've already seen the uh, the columns about worrying about investing in Manny Machado and and all of those. Uh, was it an off day of, of scary things? Which <laughs> is funny because everybody was saying that about Bryce Harper last year. And um, how's he doing this year, Jeb? Bryce is pretty good. He's yeah. having a good year, except for he gets a lot of fights. Bryce is really angry. Yeah, can't throw helmets, but uh, but can hit the crap out of the ball. So, well, I'll tell you this. You know what? Um, that that dope up there, and because I think that was completely on Strickland. I think Hunter oh, Strickland totally was. Compl- was. I mean, well, just an idiot. Ask Buster Posey, who just stood there and watched <laughs> his pitcher take a beating. Well, you know what? It's funny. We didn't get to talk about that, but what's funny about that, Zach, is. It, it totally reminded me of Salvador Perez when, you know, RIP to Ventura, of course. But when Manny went out to the what – did, what did Sal Perez do? He just stood there and waited too. Some of these guys knew this was going to come. And the other thing I will say for Posey is doesn't he have like 15 concussions? I mean, the last thing yeah. he needs to do is run out there and run into Michael Morse and Samarja. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think Morse is on the DL, and you've seen Morse up close and personal. Is there a bigger man you've ever met in your life than no, one? Michael Morse. Huge. Oh, I used to yeah. love that guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Harp, and also he, he saved him some money too because I think Harp, by not playing any of those games uh, over the weekend in San Francisco, saved himself around 20 k in taxes because you know that the players have to pay taxes in every stadium that they play in. Right, like so, they don't they don't cut a check right after the game or anything. But right. every time you play in a game, so he went to Vegas during that time. Shocker, Bryce went to Vegas to probably bomb some, you know, take BP at his high school. Um, <laughs> so he saved him about twenty k. They they estimated by uh, not having to play those games in San Francisco because those tax rates in San Francisco are out of control. <laughs> Crazy. 
That's yep. right. Yep. All right, Jabby Burns. Uh, good stuff. Looking forward to this series and, yeah. and what twenty? Let's do the prediction years. machine. Give me a prediction machine on the next two. Uh, I got splitting one on one. What do you got? We're gonna sweepy. I think the, I think the Orioles are gonna get on a little bit of a run here because we own the Nats. So let's just call that like just a free win on the bingo board. And by the way, Thursday, just to remind you, Oriole fans out there, the Orioles are playing in DC. Get your butts down there. Uh, we take over that ballpark all the time. They ran, they rained the game out on purpose the last time because they didn't have enough people coming to the gate. They didn't want to play us at that time because we were on a heater. So get down there and show your orange pride per usual. Uh, basically, just leave right after the game in the Pittsburgh game and just head right on down there. Get a nice hotel down there at uh, down the Navy Yards and uh, represent as we always do. And I'd like to see the Orioles go on a nice three-game heater on the way into New York this weekend. I'd love to see that. That'd be That'd great. Be awesome. That'd be great. Get rolling. Yeah, the NBA Finals will be over by then, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure it will. <laughs> I am sure it will. All right, Jabby Burns. Uh, good stuff. Always good talking to you, my friend. You too, pal. For Jab, I'm Zach. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Enjoy your Tuesday. We will talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>